Hey, it's Jen Mack, Lady of the Mind. Welcome to Life Mastery Decoded, where I help you decode the struggles in your life in the areas of health, wealth, relationships, and spirituality with mind mastery, emotional management, and meditation. Welcome to today's podcast. Ladies, it's Jen Mack, Lady of the Mind. Welcome to today's episode where I hope today I am finding you Zen-like. Today we are going to do a Zen deck and a Zen deck card pull. I've done these a couple of times. If you are not Zen-like, then it is my intention that in today's episode I give you one nugget of inspiration towards your transformation. So I have this Zen deck uh, I don't know, there's 78 cards, 64 cards, 50 cards. 50 cards in this deck, and they all have different words on them, different pretty empowering words with a little bit of a write-up on the back. And I just mostly speak spontaneously about it. Maybe if I can come up with a story or two, but they're a lot of fun, and they're pretty powerful. So here is the first card. Okay. All right, this first card is called The Way. And the back of it says, meditate, live simply, work with integrity, become compassion. This is the way. So when I talk about meditation, and I come at it from a little bit of a different angle than I think most, I, I, I read a ton about meditation and law of attraction, spirituality, about every single book I can even think of. Lots and lots and lots of books about meditation. And even when I read books in the scientific department, I talk about like changing your life or success or leadership, usually the author mentions meditation to some degree. And then I remember thinking, how in the world do I do it? Like, what does that even mean? Sit still with your, with your back erect, with your hands open, and, and concentrate on your breathing. Well, that was really challenging because to me, concentrate on my, my breathing was quite boring. I, I'm certainly better at it now and, and um, I enjoy it, but I understand it. So if you are new to meditation, getting in the stillness of your mind is really, really challenging because it is so vast, but it is also so unknown to us. This is not something that we're used to. So when the card says to meditate, you're like, what in the world? Let's just stop for a second. Let's just in this moment, whatever it is you're doing, stop for a moment, close your eyes, breathe in deeply and out your mouth. It immediately brings you to the present moment. We've heard Buddha say, being in this present moment is your breath. If I focus on your breath, it is right now. My breath isn't in the future, nor is it in the past. It is right in this minute. And if I focus there, then it brings me to this present moment. If you find yourself upset in any kind of a negative emotion, finding your breath slows everything down. Breathing in through your nose and out your mouth and breathing in all the way to the tippy top of your lungs and focusing there can really stop the momentum of a negative emotion. When we're talking about live simply, to me that means more focus on the inside than the outside. When I look around this room that I'm in, there's a lot of stuff in this room and it can be very overwhelming with 
chores and jobs and things that I'm looking at. Like, oh, I should read that book again, or oh, I need to clean that, or oh, I need to hang that up, or oh, the you know the dogs and you know they need their training and stuff. So it creates a lot of overwhelm. But when I close my eyes and go inward, it's very simple. Focusing on my breathing, my thoughts, a mantra, the music, a guided meditation I'm listening to, it puts me in a very simple state of mind. My mind only has to do one thing, and that is to focus on this one thing, this one task that I'm giving it. So live simple. Work with integrity. To me, this is being in alignment with who you are. So do what you say and say what you do. That's part of it, being integrity with other people, but really, it's about being in integrity with you. Say, say what you mean. If you want to say no, then say no. And if you have trouble with those kind of boundaries, then it's my suggestion that you practice. How might you say no in a way that feels comfortable to you? And then figure out how do I role play this and then practice it. You know, we, when my, my boys, um, when uh, Bob was younger, I remember before he was, he was still in high school and before he was going to college, I remember having this conversation with him talking about drugs and sex and, and really opening the doors. And we always have ever since he moved in. And we always talked about these things. It's like, you know, you can make a choice. Every day you have a choice. And when you go to college and even in some high schools, there's, you know, drugs and sex and, and things like that are all just kind of right in front of you. But make a choice based on the life you want to lead. If you want to lead a life of drugs, then you have that choice. If you want to lead a life of not having drugs, then find out how you're going to get out of these situations in case you do get into something that is a little bit sticky. And I always made that choice. My brother had done some drugs when he was younger and he was in high school. And I remember the pain that I saw that what my brother's choices, how that made my mom feel. And I was still living at home. My brother was gone already and living with my dad. And I remember saying, I'm never going to do drugs. And I just made a decision and I committed to it. And even as a 49 year old, I've still committed to that. I've never done drugs in my life ever. And I remember when I was going to college, I don't even know where this even came from, but I remember thinking, what's going to happen if I happen to get in, get myself into a situation? If, if I happen to be at a party and someone brings drugs out? Well, I made the decision a long time ago. And it was because I made that decision, it was easy for me to say no because I had made that commitment to myself that I'm not going to do that. So when you make a commitment to yourself, that brings it to light and brings your boundaries and the choices that you make to light. But then after that, it's just continuously live in that light. Live within those boundaries that you've created for yourself. Cameron tells me all the time, he's never gonna do drugs, he's never gonna drink alcohol. And I say, that's a great choice. Now live within that. Don't ever let anybody talk you into that if that is your choice, if that is your decision. And he just simply says, okay, Jen. <laughs> but become compassion. To me, this is about thinking of other people's path. I'm on a path and this is where I'm at. It's for me to take time and understand that other people are on paths too. And they might not see things the way I do. We're never going to see we're never going to see the same perspective as somebody else. We don't have the same experience. We don't have the same, the same background, the same history, the same beliefs. So looking out at something is always going to be different when somebody else is looking at it. It's always going to be. And having compassion for someone else on this planet is just understanding that they're on a journey as well. 
And if there's anything I can do to, to ease their suffering, I'm going to offer it. But if I can't, I'm at least going to have compassion. But also, even more importantly, have compassion for myself. As we move through April and we're talking about self-love and self-care and meditation and we're getting this practice and getting in touch with ourselves, is having compassion as we begin change, as we begin to move in a direction that allows us to align with that person who we truly are. And the best part is I get to design. I get to design who I want. I could have chose to follow in my brother's footsteps and uh, do drugs and, and drink a, at an early age and get pregnant and have kids and then break up with those girlfriends or, or spend time in jail. I could have chose that, but I chose the other way. And then I've lived within those boundaries. I've never gone to jail. I've never done drugs. I've never gotten pregnant. <laughs> so I've chosen this path and it was right for me. And it creates the space of this is, this is me and this is, these, these are my boundaries and this is what I want to say is my integrity. And I want to live within those boundaries. So that to me is what that one means, the way. Meditate, live simply, work with integrity, become compassion. This is the way. All right, I'm going to pull one more just because that was a fast one. Ooh, this is a good one. Stillness goes right along with the way, doesn't it? We were just talking about that. All right, stillness. On the back it reads, When the night is still, you can hear the silence. When the mind is still, listen to the silence and let it guide you. This is meditation at its core. Listening for the silence. If we are constantly talking and constantly allowing things to inundate us and to boggle our brain and to interrupt us and disrupt our thinking... We're never going to get in touch with our source or our intuition. And most likely, we're not going to hear any nudges that are trying to guide us. The music in our head is way too loud. And in order to shut that down, we have to become present. We have to become fully present with who we are inside. And that is being one with our breath, being in our breathing, listening to our body, listening to that present moment and that stillness and trying to quiet our mind without the disruption. And like they do say, you know, meditation and quieting the mind is just like working a muscle. It might be weak at first and you can't focus more than three seconds at a time. But once you begin to see the results that you can have from stilling the mind and living simply and just quieting and listening to that stillness, those results will astound you. Opportunities and relationships and just things that will just start to show up in your life. You're like, I never saw this before. Uh, quite a few podcasts ago, I was, I was using an analogy of being in this big room where there's a buffet at one side of the room and you're on the other side of the room facing the wall and you're starving to death. And in the silence is the nudge that says, turn around. And that is when it becomes beautiful. That's when you start seeing things that you couldn't see before. And you couldn't, you just couldn't see them. They, you just couldn't see the opportunities in front of you. You couldn't see the depth of certain relationships. You couldn't understand things. But in that silence, that is when you hear the nudges. I told you about the one where we were at a water park and we were climbing around and I heard it clear as day. Now I ignored it, but I heard it clear as day when I was climbing under this, um, this like 
uh, playground structure. And it's, and uh, the, my intuition said, don't do that again. And with that tone too. And unfortunately I did it again and my back seized up and I was on my back for two straight weeks. It was awful. It was a very awful experience, but I didn't listen. So in the stillness, not only will you get the nudges, but you will get the directions that are true. You will get the information that will lead you on a beautiful journey to, to uncover your soul's purpose. Now, I don't know what that would have led in my soul's purpose if I would have listened. And maybe what it did happen to tell me is that you didn't listen. This bad thing happened. Next time you'll listen. And I do. I listen to my intuition all the time. It tells me to go left, I turn left. It tells me to go straight, I go straight. It tells me to jump up and down, I jump up and down. I mean, whatever the thing is. And I do it, and I listen, and I pay attention, and I go into the silence, and I look for those. I ask questions and wait and listen for those nudges. And I ask you to do the same thing. So these two cards went hand in hand, in my opinion. They're uh, beautiful cards, stillness. And in, the, in that stillness, at the, in the night, and that's my, my favorite time of day is, is at nighttime. But in that stillness, pay attention. But go into the stillness. That's kind of the thing that people don't do. You know, we, we, sit in, we sit in our quiet, and then next thing I know, we're pulling out our phones, and we're looking at things, or we're turning the TV on. It's like, be comfortable in that quiet. Be comfortable there, because that's where the power is. That's where your intuition lies. That's where, where, loveliness, where loveliness lies. And that is where you are going to be guided. So if this is something that you would love to have some help with, we always talk about intuition. We always talk about meditation in our Sister Circle, our Lady Rising group and our Sister Circle calls. If this is something you're interested in, please go to our Facebook page, type in Lady Rising and you will see us in there. So I hope you'll join us. I hope uh, one day I get to talk to you on our call and I get to support you on your spiritual journey. Till then, choose peace and meditate, meditate. I'll see you next time. If you like this episode, please share this with three of your friends. And if you like this episode and look forward to future episodes, please consider making a small monthly donation to help support this podcast. If you're looking for a community to join and have more access to me, then consider joining one of my communities. Chakras for Beginners is an energy-based community that is highly active and growing every day. Lady Rising is a sistership community where the focus is on spiritual support and empowerment. We hold monthly calls and talk about topics just as like today's episode. We also have an online store where we can meet your meditation and chakra needs with products for your journey. You can visit us at www.themeditationroomtc.com. Thank you for joining me and being a valued listener.